You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kendrick Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. This episode is brought to you by the great folks over at Built Bar. And I have one simple question. Why can't we have nice things? Why? Why can't it happen? Our men's basketball team needed a gimme. They needed a game where they were going to dominate wire to wire. They needed a game against an opponent who was even more down in their luck than State was. They got it. We got a huge win against Boston College. Not a huge win as in it, it meant a lot for the program. Just a very uh, big win in, in as far as the uh, the the fact that we led wire to wire and the final score made it look a lot closer than it was. But then a day later, our women's team goes out and loses to UNC. The girls in baby blue took us for our first loss of the season. Why? Why? So today I'm, I'm going to talk about why there's still a very legitimate case for why we should be the number one team and how it's it's just very NC State-esque, everything that has happened in these last couple of days with NC State and their basketball teams. So let's start by looking at the women's basketball team who had undoubtedly their worst shooting night of the season uh, against against the girls in, in, in blue. And, and, and it led to a 76-69 loss in... Uh, in Chapel Hill, but again, that's 20 minutes down the road, so it's not really that much of a road game. But when you look at this game, what happened? What happened? What went wrong for NC State that allowed uh, that allowed the Tar Heels to to take this one? Long story short, it is as simple as well. They could not put the ball in the basket. They could not put the ball in the basket. It's disappointing because, again, coming off of a 14-point domination over the number one team in the nation, we were primed and ready to be the number one team in the nation. And we just did not finish. We did not do what we had to do. And that's disappointing. That's disappointing to say the least. Number one was right there within reach. It was ours to grab. And still, we just just let it go. We let them off the hook. We let them off the hook. Again, defensively, I don't think they did a terrible job, but the fact of the matter is, it's it's just, it's, it's disappointing to see. It really and truly is. It really and truly is disappointing to see when, like I said, we were right there. The, the the game was ours, ours to win, especially after that third quarter in which we dominated the Hills. And then we just let down down the stretch. And don't get me wrong. There are plenty of good arguments for why we should still be number one. Let, let's make no bones about that. Of all the top three teams, all of them have one loss. All of those games came with their teams at full strength. 
NC State has two losses. Only one came with their team at full strength. NC State is the only one of the top four teams with wins over two of the other teams. How we beat Louisville and still somehow ended up behind them is a little baffling to me. Because again, this, this is, we're talking about college basketball. We're talking about uh, a situation where football is a sport where generally the better team wins. Nine times out of 10, the demands of football mean the better team will win. Every now and then you'll see, hey, this team just lets down or this team just, they just laid an egg in this certain situation. But generally, the better team wins more often than in basketball. And why do I say that? Because if the better team, in, in football, it's more than just the better team having an off night in one regard. In basketball, if your team has an off night shooting, well, good luck. Sorry to this man or woman. You're, you're, you're good as dead. Unless your team is doing everything else at an extremely high level when you're having an off night from the field, which NC State was. And again, there is there is hats off to the girls of Baby Blue for taking a win. But the fact of the matter is there are games where you watch a team play and you say, man, that defense is stifling. They're all over them. They can't. Like, they, every shot is missing for a reason. And then there's games where you're like, they're getting open looks. They're just not falling. And that's what happened. So, I mean, it, again, if you're NC State, I'm sure Westmore is telling them, hey, you don't deserve to be number one. You don't deserve to be number one. You lost a game. Against a lowly, uh, against a lowly team from Chapel Hill, you can't, you can't hope to be number one with that, and that's, that's to be expected. Really, it, it really and truly is uh, a team that, had they lost that game, would have been under five hundred, way below five hundred in conference. Again, I get it, I get it. That's that's a terrible loss. However, I hope that this team learns from this loss, and. At the end of the day, I hope that this is their their last shooting night that's this bad this season. I really do. When it comes tournament time, I hope that they're they got it going, they got it rolling, they get it together, and they get it going. Because it's 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 tough. It's tough when you just watch a team that they, they the shots are there, they're just not hitting them. And then on the inverse, your opponent can have a hot night, which we also saw where you're doing what you have to do defensively, you're contesting shots, your rotations are solid, you're doing the right things, but your opponent just hits them. That's that's why I'm super That's why everybody is glad that for the purposes of uh, basketball and uh, the NBA specifically, you get a series instead of just a single game because sometimes that's how it works in basketball. Sometimes that's how it works, so... Yeah, um, this this was a, a disappointing disappointing outing for NC State's women's basketball, and, and there, there's no way around that. There's no way around that. But, hey, it is what it is. Uh, anybody that that uh, bet on the girls from Chapel Hill won themselves some money. And if you're a better, make sure you go on over and do your betting at betonline.ag. Yes, we know the Super Bowl just happened, and that's the end of of the uh, NFL football season, but 
there's plenty of sports still out there. There's plenty of sports left. There's plenty of NBA season left. There's plenty of college basketball season left. I am telling you, they are the place to go if you're doing any betting. Use promo code locked on and you will get a 50% bonus on top of your first deposit up to $1,000. So whatever you put in there, they're going to match it. Every dollar you put in, they're going to put in 50 cents of their own. So this just you, you got to get in on that. You got to get in on it. Uh, it's, a, it's a great deal, a great website. They've got single game bets, prop bets, parlays, whatever, if and bets, whatever type of bets you want to see, they've got them on betonline.ag. So stop waiting on the sideline and get in the game at betonline.ag. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. So we, we've talked about uh, the, the women's result already, but we're, we're going to jump on over to a little bit more positive news, right? We're, we're going to jump on over to the men's basketball team winning a game, winning a conference game. And yes, it was against a very shorthanded Boston College. Sure, sure. There's, there's no, no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Sure. But sometimes you just got to get a win. Sometimes to get out of a funk, you just need to whoop the wheels off somebody. Sometimes that's how it is. And hopefully that ends up being the case with this uh, men's basketball team. Going to, and, and going down the stretch, you see a lot of very winnable games. You see a lot of very winnable games. Again, not saying the NC State should be favored in most of these games. But I'm saying it is not beyond, it's not some craziness if they finish out the season uh, the rest of the way with only maybe two or three losses. That's not crazy. That's not beyond this team's capabilities. With Jericho Hellum stepping up, with Shaquille Moore stepping up, with Darian Sebron seeing more minutes and being productive in those minutes, uh, you can definitely see this team go ahead and, and get a win at a Syracuse, get a win against a Duke team that's that's been down this year get a win against Pitt, get a win against Wake Forest, who we've already beaten this year, and again with Pitt and Notre Dame. Those are games that you look at and you're like, we got a shot. We got a shot. The, none of those teams, of course, you still got Virginia and Virginia Tech um, down the stretch. But, again, when you look at all of these games in total, this game could be a jumping off point. And, yes, again, Boston College was very short-hand. Let's make no bones about that. They were using walk-ons. They were using players that have never played for them before. That's sure. No ifs, ands, or buts about that. But, I mean, hey, a win is a win is a win. A win is a win is a win. So, with that being said, uh, 81 to 65 is, is it's, a, it's a, a, a favorable result that, at the end of the day, you need it. And... That was a must-win because you can't go on the road and lose to a Boston College team that's playing walk-ons and whatnot. And we did what we were supposed to do. Went into halftime with a 20-point lead, kind of took our uh, foot off the gas in the second half because, like, of course, 
like we've already talked about, they they were down a lot of players. They were down a lot. So, yeah, you you look at this team and you say, well, that that win isn't really that impactful and all that, and and I'd say you're out of your mind. I'd say you're out of your mind because at the end of the day, again, as an athlete, I can tell you when you're going through that slump, when you're in the middle of that down period, when you're in the middle of just you can't seem to get it right. Whatever you do seems to go wrong as a as an individual, as a team, whatever the case may be. Sometimes you just need to see that W. Sometimes you just need to see a shot go down. Sometimes you just need to throw it down on somebody's head. And that's how it works. That's how it works. And, and oftentimes that gets folks up out of uh, whatever snide they're in. So with, with NC State men's basketball, hopefully uh, this ends our snide in that regard and, and we can – do some good things the rest of the way. We can do some good things the rest of the way. Again, the development of uh, of a Jericho Helms, the development of a Shaq Moore have helped. They have helped. But it needs to continue. The progress needs to keep going in order for this team to be in a better position, not only for uh, the possibility, and I don't even want to say it, but y'all know, I got to say it, the possibility of, of even being looked at for the tournament. But more importantly, uh, if you're looking at just being better for the future, they have got to continue the progression. They have got to. Freshman Shaq Moore came up with one of his biggest performances with a career high, 19 points. Jericho Helms was relatively quiet, but not because he didn't do much on the court just because he didn't play that much. He he dropped his 11 points and, and pretty much was didn't play much at all in the second half. Uh, same for Manny Bates. They, they got a lot of – they got a, a very, very good amount of, of young guys in the game. And uh, they even got Gibson some time while while there was uh, time left on the clock. So, yeah, this, this was a situation where I look at this and I say, well, this team is, is their – they were going in the wrong direction for a very long time, as far as that's not goes. And and there's always something you can do about it. There always is. But in this case in particular, um, the, the fact of the matter is some of those things you couldn't, right? Like there's nothing you can do to prevent Devin Daniels from getting hurt. If we're talking from a team perspective. I don't know what happened with DJ Thunderbird, but there's like, what can you really do as a team to prevent whatever happened there? Like there's, there's not much. So again, looking at the totality of everything, looking at how everything is going and, and went down so far, this NC State team, they've got some, some work cut out for them. They got some work out of them, um, but hopefully they can continue with their progression. Again, this, this Syracuse team, Jim Beheim ain't the same recruiter he used to be. And while people say that the zone was the secret sauce, a lot of people don't realize uh, there's it's, it's not about your X's and your O's. It's your Larry's and your Joe's. It doesn't matter what scheme, what system you run. If you don't have talented players to put in it, it's toast. It's toast. There's no if ands, or buts about it. There's no way around that. You look at it and you say, hey, we need to, uh, we need to run whatever, whatever thing we have to the best of our ability. Sure. But if the best of your ability ain't much, 
then the zone ain't going to be worth much. So that's definitely a game where NC State has a shot. We've seen it already. Playing them down to the wire the first game after Devin Daniels went down and without DJ Funderburg. So now having DJ back, another guy who Jericho Hellams, uh, I believe he either set or was one point off his career high, just grabbing the ball at the free throw line area, turning around, knocking down jumpers from that area. So DJ Funderburg being back as well is a player that can also do that. Maybe not at the same clip as Hellams, but he he's proficient from there. He's proficient from there. He's our he's a, a better he's better at that than the rest of our bigs. So that's definitely going to help out. That's definitely going to help alleviate some pressure from the guards. It's definitely going to uh, work to help the guards get some open shots, get some situations where they're uh, cutting open and all that. It's definitely going to help. So we'll see. We'll see. Uh, we're 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 hoping for the best against this Syracuse team, but we really don't know. They'll be playing them tomorrow. And like I said, we we don't know. We don't know. We hope for the best. We hope that this – we know that they're going to come out and compete. But we don't know what that's going – what that's going to play out as, and we don't know if if this is going to be a game that uh, NC State is, is able to come away with. We hope so, but we're, we're just not sure. And, again, this is a uh, – this is a situation – where you just hope that the progression keeps going. And that's that's all you can hope for at this point. It really and truly is because anything beyond that, remember what I said in one of my early episodes about toxic fandom. One of the best ways to prevent it is just being honest and realistic with yourself about what your team is. When you're honest and realistic about what this NC State men's basketball team is, it keeps you from going crazy over them. But I'll tell you what I'm going crazy over. That is built Bar. Built Bar is an amazing uh, protein bar that comes in 18 flavors right now. And guess what? Even more flavors are on the way. You didn't hear that from me. But Lil Birdie told me that uh, even more flavors are on the way. So make sure you head on over to BuiltBar.com. Use promo code LOCKEDON for tons of sweet savings, all right? And when I tell you this treat is delicious, I mean it is some sweet, sweet savings. So we're about to land this thing, uh, but but in review, it's just it's just so heartbreaking. Just after you see that BC game and you think, "Wow, we're finally gonna have a good weekend as a as a unit, as a program. Both of our, our men's and women's are gonna have a good weekend." The women's team comes out and lays an egg. And you know what? This is this is what NC State fans get a little bit for saying, "Oh, can." Can Coach Moore coach the men's basketball team too? This is what you get. Again, was it a good look with Coach Keith saying the whole, I'm the coach and I chose to put Manny in the game and take DJ out because that's what I get paid to coach. Is that a good look? No. It's never a good look to hear the I'm the coach thing. Because whenever you're explain whenever you're having to hit the I'm the coach line, something is going wrong. I have never heard somebody say after a win, I'm the coach. I decided to put him in and run that play. Never heard that from a coach. Never. I've only heard it when things are going bad. I've heard it from Matt Patricia when he was, uh, when people were talking about his defense in Detroit. And he said, well, I, I have one of the biggest calls in Super Bowl history. So I, I think I know the X's and O's. Again, whenever I hear I'm the coach, I just know it's going to be some debauchery. I know it's going to be some mess. I know it's going to be some trash, 
but we live with it and we deal with it anyway. Okay. So again, with that in mind, um, this this was a, a a tough weekend from the standpoint of seeing the women lose, and and it was a it was alleviated a little by uh, the win over Boston by the men's win over Boston College, but. Who knows? There's still plenty of time left in both of their seasons. The tournament is still definitely ahead of the women's basketball team. So we'll see. We'll see what this team can do. I'm hoping they're not wilting down the stretch. And I don't even want to put that out there, but it, it has to be because I'm hoping they're not wilting down the stretch. I hope that they can uh, that the women's basketball team can, you know, find their mojo back, shoot mojo back for the rest of the season. And we don't see another game where only uh Hobby and Kunain shoot over 50%. I'm hoping we don't see that anymore. And, um, you know, it is it is what it is. Um, it, it is what it is. You know, it's things things could definitely be worse as far as what happened this weekend because we could have had NC State losing, or we could have had the men's team, rather, losing to that super underhanded Boston College team, losing to the walk-ons or, or managers or whatever, whoever they had playing. We could have had that happen, but it didn't. So I'm thankful for that. I'm, I'm grateful for that. And I'm also grateful for you all coming out and listening every time. I appreciate it. Every single time y'all come out, every time you tell your friends about it, every time you help this show grow, you help show your love for NC State, and you help to get this to a bigger platform. I appreciate y'all. Peace and love. And as always, go back. You are locked on NC State. Your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.